0: And welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Therese Therese, and normally what I do, I will read a poem from my book of poetry. However, today I will not be reading a poem from my book of poetry. Instead, I have a guest. <sighs> <sighs> And this guest is my youngest son, Xavier. Welcome.
1: Hello.
0: Welcome, Xavier. Welcome. Hello. Hi. So currently he is driving, y'all. So he might be a bit distracted, and we're we're gonna try to multitask um, because I realized that he is one of my children that had not been on the podcast, and so I wanted to give you an opportunity to meet. My eighteen-year-old. So, Xavier, tell us a little bit about you. Um,
1: I I recently turned eighteen, July of last year, and how I like, does it
0: feel to be eighteen?
1: I don't really feel any change because I haven't done anything that eighteen-year-olds do. So it feels the same
0: <laughs> can you give an example of what 18 year olds do
1: get piercings the
0: are you F- trying to get ID. a piercing yes where do you want a piercing Xavier
1: Um, I want it on my nose and my ears like I should have gotten when I was a baby
0: <laughs> you think you should have gotten a piercing when you were a baby
1: yeah
0: Okay. that's an interesting concept
1: yeah usually children get their ears pierced when they're younger and then yeah it's just it happens when you're younger okay oh we're going to slow down
0: so that's news to my ears i did not know that you wanted a piercing nor did i know that you were under the impression that all children get their ears pierced. Or
1: usually, like Ariana, she got her ears pierced when she was an 80 bitty baby.
0: But she was a girl. So that brings up... That doesn't... That's why I want to have this conversation because as my daughters, all the girls got their ears pierced. None of the boys got their ears pierced.
1: Which is... I think that's weird because then when they grow up, what if they want to wear nice earrings too?
0: They have the choice.
1: But now it's... Now it's too late, because now they got to wait a year.
0: What do you mean they got
1: to wait a year? <laughs> the holes are already, they're brand new, they're not old. Like, they don't even get the freedom, because now they have to, the weight that happened when the girls got their ears pierced when they were younger, now we have to go through that weight when we're older.
0: But you really don't. Like, you're, you literally can go get your ears pierced. And then you
1: have to wait until it heals to go where other.
0: Yeah, but the healing is not long. The healing is like a couple of weeks. It's a year long.
1: So Does it get really an take a year? Yeah, it's a year long.
0: Well, I'm learning something new. So I did not know it takes a year for your ear. Is it because when you get older, it takes a year, or just in general? Just in general. Okay, so what else are you going to teach me today? Because that's something I didn't know.
1: So um, I'm ready to go to college.
0: I know you are. So you said that you've decided which college you want to go to?
1: University of North Texas.
0: Interesting. So what made you choose of all the colleges, what made you choose that college?
1: Um, It was the best option out of the colleges that I applied to.
0: Okay. And what were you looking for?
1: Looking for a place where I can major in interior design and actually have a good program.
0: You said a good program in terms of academically or interior design.
1: Interior design.
0: Okay. So what are you trying to design once you get your
1: degree? interiors.
0: <laughs> felt like. But do you want it to be houses? Do you want it to be celebrity homes? Do you want it to be everything. businesses?
1: I want it to be everything. I want to be making bank.
0: Oh, okay. So if I get a building, you would curio mm-hmm. decorate it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. And so, okay. So then, so you like designing, you like being creative. Yeah. Okay, so what got you into that field? Is it 'cause you was there someone that you aspired to be like?
1: No, I just wanted to do that. Um, I was watching designing things on YouTube, people designing interiors and I was like, Oh, that sounds really interesting and the more I looked into it I was like, This is something I actually want to do.
0: Okay. So have you in your spare time like taken time out to kinda design a few things or No. <laughs> So you're just going to dive into
1: it once you get into college? Yeah, because they'll have, like, the actual modules, and they'll be organized rather than me just trying to design on some random app that was 99 cents and was accessible at the moment.
0: But it's good practice, though, son.
1: I mean, I guess, but... I would rather wait.
0: You'd rather just wait? Oh, okay. So what else do you like to do in your spare time?
1: Um I would love to drive.
0: You're driving now, babe?
1: So yeah, I like to drive. Mm-hmm. Um, on my spare time. It's really the practice is necessary.
0: Yes, it is, especially <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Especially after <laughs> what we just encountered. I was like, oh, my son needs to be exposed way more, way, way more. And we were doing so good. And then I don't know what happened. I think you didn't take the test or something. And then I think everybody just kind of fell off.
1: Yeah. That's once what it got happened. postponed. Yeah, because <laughs> it was supposed to happen a long time ago. Yeah. I was supposed to already have my car and be ready. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and so one thing I want to talk about because, um, and we don't have to say no names, but what I loved is that you had gone through a situation with a friend, and you pretty much had told me after the fact how the dialogue was with that friend, but you also told me how you went about reconciling your relationship with this particular individual. So I wanted you to kind of delve into, if you don't mind, son, Talking about how any time that you have conflict with friends, what your mindset was at that time, and then how you—it's going to be. Um, Thirty-five. Yeah. Um, how you made adjustments in order for there to be a possibility of reconciliation. So, can you kind of give a backdrop and then go from there?
1: Um, what was the question?
0: the question was when you had that particular conflict with a friend and then you found a way to reconcile the relationship, you changed your mindset. So I wanted to know if you could share with the audience how you went about um, conflict resolution and how you also went about reconciling that friendship. Like what was your mindset when y'all initially had fallen out?
1: Um, that happened a long time ago. I don't, necessarily remember my particular mindset, but I can assume that my mindset was I need to work on myself um, before, so that this friendship can be um, successful. Because it was mainly, it was, as time went on and all of the situations that we had were getting a little more out of hand, like the arguments and conversations and stuff, um, I realized it was more me after taking some time away from the friendship. So I did some... Work, shadow work, some shadow work, and then came back and realized and apologized and everything, and yeah.
0: And the friend was receptive? Yep. Okay, and then so I remember that there was one thing that you said that just, it literally resonated with me because you said that you had to change your perspective and how you viewed the relationship and do your own work so that you could show up in your friendship in yeah. a better light. And then um, you even told me some of the the lies that you were believing before you did the work. And what do you remember some of those lies? I don't
1: remember any of those lies. Okay, but. so I remember
0: one of them that you said. You were saying how you had um, you were thinking that by not conversing with this individual, we're gonna go over there, but be careful because it's about to split up. So that you were over, thinking right to the left. You were thinking that by um sorry y'all, I'm trying to parent. And do the podcast, so y'all get to hear us live and live in color. But um, what happened? They didn't let me go. Oh. So one of the things was um, that you said is that she pretty much had moved on in her world, and you were under the impression that y'all were, like, so close that um, she would be impacted by the fact that you weren't as present.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: you said how it started to get to you when you would go on the videos or whatever, and you would see that she's just having a time of her life. <laughs> Mm-hmm. How she was having the time of her life without you. And you're like, uh uh-uh.
1: uh. Yeah. I remember that now.
0: Oh my goodness. And then, so was that like the, the changing point for you? Was that the point where you were just like.
1: Yeah, I was. I remember now. I was like, I was
0: looking at the videos.
1: And I was like, why is
0: she so happy? Like,
1: what in the world? So, um. I had to, like, but then I had to realize, like, I had to really have a moment with myself because why are you mad that your close friend is happy that's not healthy? So, right. So um, that's what kind of started my little journey to healing my inner self or just really being truthful to myself because all that anger stemmed from lies, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It makes sense. So...
0: So then once you recognized that it was those false belief systems that were seeming like they were realistic and then you started casting them down, did you have a totally different perspective of the friendship?
1: I did, yeah.
0: And then can you remember one of the perspectives?
1: Was that it was never – it was never – I don't – Oh, it's hard for me to remember everything.
0: No, you don't have to remember everything, but I I remember a lot of the conversation cuz like I said I resonated with a lot of it. But um one thing that I noticed that you that I appreciated is that you recognize the value. Yeah. Yeah, you recognize the value of the friendship. And do you feel like it became better after you had time with yourself, after you did a little self-healing, after you did a little self-reflection? Um, a little reflecting, like do you feel like it's your relationship with this particular individual that now you and her are even closer because you did the self-work? Yeah. <clears throat> and Now, did, did she say that she did any self-work while y'all were away, or did she just um, not understand why there was distance to begin with?
1: She just kind of didn't understand, <laughs> but, yeah, we're way better now.
0: That's good. That's really good.
1: It was it was literally mainly just me. It was one sided basically. It was like a one sided argument.
0: <laughs> well, you know, sometimes those happen in real life, right? So you just got it. You kind of got exposed to it earlier. Um, but I've noticed that thing about you too is that um, you are very knowledgeable in terms of when it comes to relationships. Where where did you get this wisdom? that you have at such a young age. You're only 18 years old, but it's like your mind is so much more advanced when it comes to relationships because a lot of things that you do, adults don't even do. So if an adult is falling out with someone else, sometimes they're not going to take the time out to do the self-work and the shadow work to be able to reflect and see, oh, this is all me. Oh, it's one-sided. Oh, this is a a relationship that I, I really, truly Know that is a rewarding relationship that I need to try to nurture and build. there's a lot of grown people quote unquote that do not have that mindset, and so where do you think that you or how do you think it is that you develop that that desire really to have right relationships
1: um it I developed that because I talk to myself a lot <laughs> um you I feel like to know like what you need in relationships and to know what you need in friendships and just in general to know what you need. You need to know yourself. Mm-hmm. So I just spend a lot of time getting to know myself, learning about myself, um, and that's why now whenever I'm in, since I've basically just been around me <laughs> my entire life and just been spending a lot of me time, um, I kind of know when something doesn't, Really, is not just um, not um benefiting me. I don't know.
0: So because what you also give good advice too right. at the Lightmaker right. Um, you give really really good advice on. So um, there's been times that I have consulted with you about what I'm experiencing, and you make it a point to hear both sides. And so do you think that you got that from spending time alone with yourself? Is it one of those treat people how you want to be treated, or do you believe that it's just something that just this is just a part of who you are? You want to be able to hear both sides in order for you to make a wise decision.
1: Um, That came from a lot of inner work because, once again, since um, in my bad or my one-sided bad friendship, I realized it was, really only me. So now I make it a priority to um hear other people's point of views before giving my input. Okay.
0: So you actually kinda before the giving
1: costs. yeah. Okay. So I can see like every so I can really do the situation justice.
0: So what is your idea of a healthy relationship?
1: Uh when you both are Ooh, my idea of a healthy relationship. When you both are, I don't know actually. There's so many different. Everyone has a different definition of a healthy relationship. So
0: there's
1: no right or wrong. I feel like, yeah. I feel like there's no right or wrong, um, and especially since I'm not really ready for a relationship right now, I don't think I can answer that question.
0: That's. Okay, that's perfectly fine. Um, so then could you answer this? What is your definition of an unhealthy relationship? What do you know you don't want when it comes to a relationship?
1: Um, I know I don't want you I don't want another me situation where it's you haven't done any inner work and you putting that on me. Because like that's not that. gonna happen. Like that. <laughs> that's not I'm not gonna allow that to happen. I'm gonna end that real quick. I
0: like that. You said if any inner work this ain't gonna work
1: yeah no come back when <laughs> when you figured it out and then we can have a conversation <laughs> and be together but until then no because you're not about to drag me down
0: i with like mud. that i like do that i
1: concept. make a U turn right here no, or do
0: i just i'm gonna have to go inside and so um that's really good you said do the inner work do the inner work and come back when you know better yeah because you're not going to be dragged down.
1: I won't. After I've achieved <laughs> high high greatness for myself, I'm not going to fall down with you because you haven't. I'm, that's like, no. I'm not about to do that.
0: I like that concept, son. And here it is. You are 18 years old. You already get it. Yeah. That's good. And I know that age is nothing but a number. <clears throat> Excuse me. But the fact that you are at this age and you are so mindful of the things that you don't want. I understand, like you stated, I'm not ready for a relationship. And how do you even think that you came to that conclusion? I understand you got friendships, but you said, I'm not ready for a relationship. Oh. So what made you believe or what makes you feel as if you're not ready for a relationship?
1: Um, There's just a lot that I have to do. Like, I'm still working on myself. Um, I'm not done yet. I feel like I'll always be working on myself, but I feel like right now I'm not in a position to add another person to my life because I can barely manage me. So. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. You
0: said I can barely
1: manage me. Yeah, adding another person right now would be setting both of us up for failure because then I can't really be there in the in situations where you would want me to be there because I can barely manage me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That ought to be a t-shirt. I can barely manage me. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that ought to be a t-shirt. I like that. So in essence, you know, I've entered into the dating field. I've entered into the dating world. You know, my podcast is called the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. Mm -hmm. So. Do what are what is your take? You know I've had your sister on here. I've had your brother on here. Both of your brothers. Both of Eric has been on here. Josh has been on here. Um, So they've given me their insight in terms of how they view um, my going on this journey in my singleness, waiting for my future hubby. What is your take on maybe a, a potential stepfather?
1: Um, I mean, as long as you treat my mom right, we'll be good, <laughs> because I feel like I've already kind of, um, I don't really, ooh, I don't think, I don't want to say this and then it comes out the wrong way, uh-huh. so when I'm saying this, um... I don't know. When I say this, don't don't assume it's coming from like a place of like I don't know. Just don't assume. But I feel like I personally right now don't really need a father figure because I've kind of filled in that gap with me and my mom. Yeah. So I've doubled our influence yeah. <laughs> to fill to fill the role the of the father.
0: Father. Yeah. The father of the, um, yeah. So. I can't. But that doesn't mean that you still don't want, like, a father figure present. But if they're going to – let me not put words into your mouth, but I get what you're saying. But if someone does not know you, what – how could you convey that to where they would understand what you mean by that?
1: Um, basically, you don't have to feel like you have to be a father towards me because I don't really need that right now. Just be the best you could be to my mom and just be you. Just yeah. You don't have to feel like, oh, to win her um, – or her approval. approval that I have to force myself to be, like, friendly to these kids I don't like.
0: <laughs> um,
1: you don't have to do that. Just if that's not you, that's not you. And But that doesn't – if that's not you, that's not going to bother me because I'm not in a relationship with you. You're in a relationship with my mom. And as long as you guys are good, I'm good. So –
0: It's funny you say that, son, because that's what your siblings said, too. Your siblings were like, I'm already, we're already grown. Yeah. So it's a different dynamic when you're dealing with someone that's already grown. Yeah. As opposed to when it's children. Because if it's children, then, you know, it's it's just a different dynamic all the way around. But they said the same thing. They were like, as long as you're treating my mom good, we're good.
1: Yeah, and as long as you're still respecting us, because don't, like, take that as, like, oh, well, I can just treat them anyway now, because they don't care. No, you still have to respect us, but it's just, like, you don't have to feel like you have to be a father figure to us, because we're grown now. Yeah. Like, we're past that. (laughs) Right,
0: right. Now, do you, in terms of the whole dating thing, how do you feel about me just even dating? Because, you know, a lot of times, young adults or children, they feel some type of way. So how do you feel about me just dating?
1: Um, I feel like I'm about to graduate soon. Erana is not too far behind. I feel like you should do what makes you happy.
0: Thank you, son. You deserve it. You've been through a lot, right.
1: Through a lot and single for a while. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like you deserve to be happy.
0: Thank you, son. I appreciate that. Yeah, and that's something... And as far as that... the
1: contestants.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> you said as far as the contestants. Oh, well, there's... Yeah, there's some there's some contestants, and then there's, yeah. So you're like, as far as the contestants, uh-uh. Yeah, no. So then what would be your idea of someone for me to date?
1: Someone who cares, so, someone who genuinely cares, someone who's genuine, someone who's done the inner work, someone who's in the right headspace, someone who has goals, someone you have all those things. So it would only make sense that someone comes to the table with equally, you know, with the equal amount of value. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's not like they're dragging you down. Yeah, like what I said earlier. So it's not like they're dragging you down while you've done all this. Well, you basically, your reward is your newer self. They shouldn't be getting that (laughs) if they haven't. Achieve that either. I don't know what I'm talking about. I love that. I
0: (laughs) absolute high five. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. So you said my reward is my newer self. So whoever is a candidate, whoever is trying to woo me, court me, be by my side, they should be able to present their newer self because that should be an award. What their reward as well. And not only yeah. that, they should be able to meet me where I'm at. If not exceed where I'm at. I'm kind of paraphrasing what you said, but in a nutshell, that's what you're saying.
1: Yeah, because right? you're not gonna give like in any scenario, you're not gonna give a prize to someone who hasn't put in the work um, and did nothing to get to where someone else has put in the work and did everything. to. you're not gonna give that award to that person who did nothing. You're gonna give it's the good. award to the person who did everything. Or majority of everything
0: (laughs) that makes sense well thank you for sharing that son that's a beautiful thing so this is going to conclude our episode on today um but yes this is my son xavier and he is 18 years old and i just i was willing to drive ride whatever it took for him to get on this podcast and i'm grateful as you can see he has a mind of his own which i totally love and respect and um yes That was, so Tenaria has been on, Josh has been on, Aaron has been on, and now Xavier. So that is four of my six children that have been on my podcast. So I hope that y'all have the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. And to my future hubby, today's date is March the 10th of 2022. My son said it best. If my person, if I have done the work, if I have put in the effort, then whoever you are, I pray that you are putting in the effort to, to present the very best version of yourself unapologetically. I love you. Love, Teresa. So, y'all, please have the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whatever it is that you hear this episode. But do me a huge favor and take care of yourselves because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye, and thank you for listening.